Welcome to the podcast entitled Beyond the B-Plane. This is your host, Angel Rose Sandoval, also known as the B-Plane Girl. Let's get into it. Today is, actually tonight is New Year's Eve, and it's probably like a couple of hours till midnight. Well, it's 9.45. Am I excited? Of course. I'm always excited to see a new year, but I'm never really... <sighs> super anxious to see the current one pass unless um i know something's waiting for me in january and it ain't tax money anyways i don't know if i left the diary the night for the night before last night but see if i can remember now the last minute anyways i don't know if i mentioned being in my bed and then looking up at my top bunk and there's yahoo of course it was pretty quiet, but it was just his voice, which was kind of annoying me, and I was talking, so I can imagine that I was pissing him off, because I wouldn't shut up, I was so mad. I just remember throwing him on the ground. I grabbed him, because he's like in the form of an eight-year-old. Why? I'm still asking why the childlike form Asian. You're a demon. <laughs> or demon, without the D on the end. Yeah, so we went, well, I went gangbusters on just throwing him down. I really thought he was going to go through the floor. I was really praying that he'd go through the floor because I just threw him down really fast. And he's done that. Well, <laughs> I've thrown people through the floor before. So anyways, I guess it's just a state of mind if they want to go through the floor or not. You know, kind of like draw back on their density and then just mystify and go through that's how you go through things. But he didn't do that, and he was really pissed off. So he got so angry. I just remember waking up, because, you know, I when I get pissed off, I wake up. I can feel and hear him as he's uh, attempting to get at me, like he normally does when he just gets in his rage. Sometimes I don't have to piss him off, but in this case, I did. And I don't know if I hear him yell, but I feel like I do, like, like you know, that kind of um, anger tone. And the feeling was immediate, just constricting, pushing, sort of an overwhelming like, ouch, that hurts over my whole entire soul. And he's just right in my face. And I just remember like, eh, just dummy it down. And I kind of drew myself out of that state. So I was all right. Then he gave up and then he went and called two of his boys. They're in the form of young black men. I don't know if that's what they really are, but like I said, they change races. They don't just change forms like different ages. They change like ethnicities. So the next thing I know, I see these boys pull up. I swear, it was like a fucking minute later. These boys pull up. They look like they're about 17, 13, so young. And they're probably grown. God knows, they're probably grown-ass white men just like him, and so they got their guns, and one sh one's got one in his hand. It's more like a modern gun. I think it's black, and the other's more like silver and black. So the boy comes up, and he's like pulling it out of his front side, like where his crotch is. Yeah, yeah, this is about to get rough. I'm gonna bust a cap in yo ass. He was saying something like that. You know, I'm ready, yo. Let's do this. And so there I am, scared, because I don't know if I could, you know, if I could die or whatever, being out like that. Um, everything that has happened and all the attempts that, all the killing attempts from Yahoo and Jessica alone, I've made it somehow. I guess it's God's, you know, rule. It's God's law. You wake up. And so I woke up because he's telling them to, you know, he's telling them to go get me and to hear him like really pissed off, like what an asshole. Something about, yeah, actually right before I left, the, the one of the guys mentioned something about 
doing jobs like we're robbing people and said something about robbing folks like as a job like the next job and I thought wow I really really got a cat chair you know I mean he's obsessed in every way possible and then he's like really screwed up on drugs and no morals and on top of that, he's like this headmaster and ordering people around and getting them jobs. I mean, you gotta be kidding me. I'm like, go back to Arizona already or Nevada, wherever you, your redneck ass came from. So I'm pissed off because it's March and he's supposed to be moving. So yeah, I'm so pissed off and because he hadn't left and he's bringing all these hoodlums around here. There's no sign of Jessica, like I can't tell. There's no sign of anybody else that I can really tell. But anyway, so I go back into the realm. They're really pissed off. And now all of a sudden, <laughs> I have like a... It takes me a while to, to go back. But anyways, no, actually no, this was a minute. That because I woke up again. So I go back, I find Yahoo, I find him somewhere in my house and I grab him. I grab him like a little stuffed animal, like Toy Story. It's really animated, you know, you just grab like Woody and these little legs are dangling and it's like, it's just so weird. And so I grab him and he's about two feet tall. His soles are really light and I go head out the front door. I just remember seeing those guys again out in the front yard and they're about to aim and shoot and I'm telling him, no, please don't shoot, you know, kind of playing a game but I, I was kind of serious because I just still didn't know what was going to happen. But I had him behind me. Like, I tucked his soul right behind me saying, please don't shoot. But what I was going to do was get them to try to shoot me so I can put Yahoo in front of me and see what would happen. And sure enough, they didn't shoot. And I just, I woke up. And he was silent for that, that moment. It was so strange. And they were just kind of looking at me like they didn't know really how they were going to do this, how it was all going to go down. Then I go back into my world now i'm lying with my eyes closed thinking well, what would happen would i die i mean the last time anyone's tried to kill me well, was yahoo but then like the time before that were, were those three chicks whoever came in the form of three hispanic black chicks they were really trying to choke me out and kill me and poison me and stuff but it just it didn't work so i thought dear god please give me an angel so you know please watch over me because i really don't know what's going to happen people these bastards are crazy you've got these knuckleheads pretty much bitch whooped or whatever by yahoo and they'll do anything for him so i guess it's like a brotherhood gang type of ordeal so i'm saying my prayers please guide me i just don't know what's gonna happen it's gonna ruin the whole plan you know and the next thing you know the fern's gonna be back down here in the world being born and shit we don't need any more cherokees to get sent down here right so i'm thinking about my life's plan and i'm like well people do die in their sleep so interesting um i wonder if i'm going to die if i die i forgot to tell my mom i loved her you know like i forgot to tell my family and the people i care about here so i'm thinking all these crazy things and i'm like well let's find out kind of curious myself and i said the good news is if i do die this nonsense is over <laughs> i don't have to deal with them ever again i don't have to deal with these weird ass people ever again i don't have to deal with that hopefully wouldn't have to deal with that world. I mean, your soul's gone, right? It's dead, and then it doesn't have the ability to go back to your body. So, you know, you have this living body, and it's like, well, somebody's going to take over it, or the body's going to die and never wake up. So I wouldn't be going back to either world. Where would I go? So I'm thinking of this mysterious, magical place, and I'm like, well, how about heaven? Why don't I just go to heaven for a little while? Just chill out until a whole century passes by and all these people die and then I can enter back into the world the ethereal world and who knows because I sure as hell don't want to come back here so they're hearing me saying all these things and it's a long time it's like a good you know 30 minutes before I go back because I'm thinking well I can always I can do what I always do 
which is sort of like not be there wholly, completely whole, kind of sort of be in between the world. Um, pretty much the only thing I know how to do, because hmm? I'm not really super great at magic, but I'm learning every day. Um, hmm. Well, I don't know. I guess this is goodbye. That's a good thing. I won't have to see him again. If I do live, that's really gonna piss him off. That's actually quite interesting. If I live, like I've always been able to make it out. This is just gonna go on and on forever. So, you know, I don't know. Depending on how I looked at it, there was going to be some good to it, right? And there's going to be some bad to it. So, I prayed for my angel, which is St. Gabriel, to be here with me because out of all the times I think I'm really gonna need him now <laughs> I mean I've seen guns before but I never actually I do think as a child I did have one pointed at me and they shot me and it was so powerful and real and I just remember waking up so whatever dingbat asshole came up and shot me in the head really got me for that moment I woke up and I, I was just like really really screwed up for a while but anyways i i lived so thank god for that so now i hear people there's more people now than ever in my room i don't know who these bastards are but i can hear black male voices so now i'm starting to think oh maybe they really are black you know black male voices okay those are those guys with with the guns who are these other people oh and guess what i hear they're one of the voices which is probably one of the guys with the gun and he was saying, hey, we know you, we see you, something like that, like, hey, we see you. So I guess I was ethereally becoming whole in that realm, and I just wasn't realizing it, which is, like, the case a lot of the time. And Jessica says something to me. Now, Jessica's on my bed. She's, like, doing schoolwork. I swear I saw a baby, one of, the, one of her kids, on my bed. So this girl likes to just sit on my bed, just be so invasive. I swear these people are, like, the most invasive souls that I've come across. And so now she's like got this open book because you know she's illiterate and she's like trying to learn how to read and write <laughs> and the baby's like right next to her and she's just like hey and so she's like kind of in my face about everything and then he says something like hey you're gonna get it or you're gonna die or hey we got you or i just remember yahoo of telling them to aim at my shoulder so i'm like what the fuck is that all about aim at her shoulder like get her on her shoulder and then get her like he's telling them where to shoot me practically so now I'm like, oh shit, they really are going to do this. Okay, let's see. I'm kind of curious. I've been tortured so many times that I'm really not super afraid. I was more like 60%, 60 to 70% confident, and then there's that like 30 that's like wavering, like, oh shit, who knows? They start shooting at me five seconds later because I kind of pull back and then I go in again because I, I force myself. Well, they're not going to give up, so I'm going to find out right now. I got to fucking find out. And what better time to find out, right? So now's the time. And they start shooting at me. I swear it was like a fucking machine gun. Like, I, they didn't have to reload bullets after a while. It was just like the first, like never ending shooting gun. There were like two or three guns going off at the same time, and it was just like bam, 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 bam. Kind of like the time when they were shooting at me, and the vigilante cop came into my room. Yeah, my room. I look up to the ceiling, and there's just some weirdo, two dudes and two helicopters shooting at myself. I just couldn't believe it. They were aiming for my soul. I don't know what I ever did to them, but I felt like, what is this, mafia related? Or, I mean, this is just really strange. People getting up in their little imaginary helicopters. I mean, it 
it really sounded like a real helicopter to me. But yeah, they were shooting at me and they actually did uh, shoot me a few times. I just remember feeling it go in my head and it was almost like it was sort of x-ray, like it went through and then passed. And it was very strange. So maybe sleepers, they just can't really die so easily. So now I'm thinking forward or present time and these guns are going off and they do hurt. They feel like BBs though. So I'm thinking, well, what kind of a gun is this? And I could feel it hitting my head, going through my shoulder, my arm, even my chest, but just mainly feeling the pain of these little bullet beings, bing, 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 going inside. And it was very loud. And I'm thinking, like, soon enough, the vigilante cop's gonna come or you know, the media's gonna be like, oh my God, look what's going on. They're going to kill her because they eat it all up. And they just kept going. And I think he was sort of frustrated because I wasn't dying. So they just kept going for like another round, 20 more bullets. I feel like I was being shot a hundred times. I was okay. So then I woke up and I'm like, okay, I've had enough. So this is good news. Probably really pissed. Last night, I go to bed. And I'm not looking forward to it, of course. I never do. I have some weird bullshit dreams again. So I can imagine what's really happening. I have a, a couple more dreams. But I will say that, that when I went to bed, the first dream that I had... I was in the darkness. And I could have swore I was in my home. Like my living room. And I felt like... The feeling was... This girl has a new account or has new money. This girl has money. This girl is pissing me off because she won't let me have her money. Or I'm going to try to get her money in some way and I'm really fucking frustrated. So that's a feeling that I had when the attack happened. Because I, I was totally attacked. And the weird thing was is that, um... Oh, Happy New Year. You too, Jen. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't really remember but bits and pieces. Just before being attacked and having that weird feeling, I just remember, um, strangely, somebody was taking form of Mariah Carey and she was talking and she was like, talking on the phone, listening to music. And I was like, oh, hey, girl, what's up? Yeah, it didn't hit me that I was in a dream state. And so she's like, oh, my earring broke. Can you fix it? And so it's like this sort of copper tone or gold tone, more like copper. It had a weird pinkish hue to it. And I was like, okay, let me see if I can try to f fix it. She's like, you have little f tiny fingers or you have fingernails or whatever. So it was one of those things where the, um, the little jump ring was like slipping through so disconnected from the piece or whatever and so here i am trying to fix it and i'm all wound up and trying to fix this thing and then it's kind of dark in in my room and i know that there's another person there so there were like two people there and the next thing i know i just remember that i lost it and i didn't know where she was at and i thought oh my god she's gonna kill me if if i tell her that i lost the earring and she's gonna believe or think that i stole it so i was feeling really bad about that and I was looking for it and I couldn't find it for the life of me because it was imaginary. And the next thing I heard was someone say something to me and then I got completely ambushed, just attacked. And the, the feeling was very scary. They wanted to kill me. That's just the feeling. And that's, you know, the feeling of like money and she has this and that and I just want to take her for all that she has and <sighs> leave her for dead. And I just remember getting punched and thrown, like somehow like pushed. And I just remember... I guess I was folding myself in like a, a fetal position in a strange ethereal way. Like I was just kind of like just fetal and I felt like that that kind of was lasting for a good minute or so. And I thought, well, what, uh, why am I just here like that? I should just wake up. I didn't, that's when I realized that this is bad, but I guess the feeling of, of this happening to me is, um, 
so normal and, and common that I don't think too much about it. You know, it's kind of like when someone like passes by you and says, fuck off. And you're like, okay, whatever, sure, you know, be more than happy to. It's kind of like that. But when you're not used to it, of course, you're more like, well, fuck, what the fuck's your problem, you know? And you just, like, think about it for a moment, and it might hit you to wake up, or it might hit you to react, or it might hit you to say, hey, that ain't right. But, you know, being so used to this kind of treatment uh, from specific individuals, mainly, I just... Yeah, I just chalked it up to another bad experience. And so I was there for a little while and I I didn't feel... I don't know if anyone was around, but I definitely did not... I did not see anybody. And I looked around and it was dark. And I still had that weird, eerie death feeling. You know, like death can happen at any moment. And I woke. And uh, I just really don't want that to be a habit. But anyway... Um, other than that, this morning, I woke up somewhere around 4 o'clock again, and uh, I realized, okay, I'm really not heading into work, and I'm really paranoid because I'm just afraid that, you know, these kids are going to come around again or whatever. i got to deal with their dumbass visual pictures and imagery that doesn't make sense, and then they're like, bad attitudes and whatnot, and blah, 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 and being taken advantage of. Um, I have to mention, though, before I do forget, I did see a white light the other day, just like a white ball of light, and I really don't know what what that means. I don't know if that's just the press, like, being invisible, and then they're like, you know, they have their little light on their camera, so they're they're videotaping everything. I mean, I I don't, I really, I can't tell, or if it's an angel, like, the white light, just, like, the angel appears. But it's so strange, because I, when I see that white light, I'm able to, to see ethereally right away, so... I don't know. I, I really don't know what that is. Maybe it's a fairy. Um, and then I saw it again this morning. But um, anyway, so after I was lying there, I was fully awake and I thought, <sighs> I haven't been working in a little while. And I, I'm taking the good with the bad. And my good with this bad is not making any money. Like not making any more money than what I get in royalties or whatever not getting any new money so I'm I'm happy about that that's the only good thing about that about not working is not getting paid not attracting the greediest horrible people you really don't need to have in in your life so um oh yahoo was there because I can hear pretty much I can hear or feel that someone is there so finally, I just remember, like, it must have been about 6 o'clock after lying there for two hours. I go, uh, oh, I realize, oh, I think I see the little white light again, and I'm like, okay, little fairy's floating, or the press is here, or maybe it's my angel. Um, or maybe, you know, someone's just there. And so I kind of follow it, and I realize that I'm in the other world, and I get up, and it's pretty silent. The TV's actually on in the other room, I believe. Um, but I get up slowly, just get up from my bed, and I'm looking around, but first I feel, like, down in my crotch area because I can tell if someone is taking advantage of me that way, because normally I, I don't get my sight right away, so I rely on my ethereal hand. I felt nothing. I got up, and as soon as I got up off of my bed, and I, tur- I looked left, I didn't even really have to go out through that little entryway that separates or divides my sleeping area and my living room. It was just 
I look up and I see this little Mexican kid who is familiar to me, ethereally familiar. When I saw him, yeah, it like went off in my mind, a light bulb of familiarity. And I thought, I've seen this kid before. I know he's one of the neighborhood kids. He's, ugh, I can't even talk right because I'm just like stuck on the image here. He has a silver tooth, you know, like, um, weird dental work that I guess the poor can only afford. He had a silver tooth. <laughs> Strange that they would actually have that over there. You would think that they would just go with the veneer or something, you know? Poor kid. He's got to struggle with having the ghetto-ass silver on his tooth. I really don't know. But you would think in the fourth millennium, they'd have better dental technology. I know they do for a fact. I just don't know why they're using silver. It must be very, very inexpensive. Um, so he's got he's rocking that whole silver tooth thing. And I think it's just one of them. It's like his right tooth, right or left tooth, like one of his two front teeth. And uh, he looks at me, but I could tell, like he was tiptoeing coming in here. Like he either was going to use the restroom or take advantage of me. Seriously, what the fuck was he doing standing there, peeping over? Peeping over, looking my direction, looking at my bed, looking at me. Like it was like he was going to come and turn the corner. You know, like he was right there in that little walkway entry where that curtain is. Like out of the living room, technically now he's coming in to the bedroom. And if he just dip, took one more step and turned right, voila, you would see my bed and me. So I beat him to the punch, I guess. And uh, there he is standing in front of me and he's like about about my height. He looks like he's about 12 and he's dark, and he's skinny, and he's Mexican. He's totally Mexican. Mexican kid that just is familiar. I don't know, like, what his name is, but I just knew. So I grab him right away. The funny thing is, is that I think he disappears. Right away, he turns away and starts going in back into the living room. And I run, I pretty much run after him. And it's funny because um, my aim is getting really good, like when I can't see. It was really strange because I felt kind of blinded. I don't know if I was waking up because I was just so shocked. But I felt like a jolt and then I somehow was still there but not getting my sight. But not completely. So it was a little bit foggy to me. and But I was still able to magnetically attach myself to him. Because I said, I'm going to find this little weasel and so he, the only thing that was moving was him and I grab him and uh who's in the living room yahoo and some other guy that uh I don't even know I think he's been hanging out with him for a while he actually seems like he has a decent sense of brain compared to yahoo like he's not um I don't think he's on any drugs it's just every now and again you just feel the vibe from souls, and sometimes you can tell that they're just in a better place than others, better state of mind, like a more healthier state of mind, and that's what I kind of got from him. I'm, I'm still really not sure, but I just, I totally don't know who, who this guy was, so now I've got these two looking at me because they're sitting on the couch, and I think Yahoo's on the, on the left of the couch, and the other guy's on the right. So they look like teenagers, and they're just staring, and uh, I kind of mess with the, the young man a bit, because I know he's probably under magic, and I know that, and I the fact that I've seen him before, 
pisses me off. I've seen this kid before in my home that I do not know his name. Do not know. I am so pissed off. So I start... (laughs) I guess I start bashing his head against the wall a couple of times. And I'm really not sure what I want to do with this soul. But I chuck him down and throw him on the ground. And he hits the ground and he's just looking at me weird. And I shove him out the door but before I shove him completely out the door I made sure that I closed the door on him so now I'm shoving that like just closing that door slamming that door on him like a couple of times and then I open the door and then he ran out and I just tried locking that fucking door which is completely pointless in that world and I look over to the silent twins over there because the other the, the other guy's white and uh, they're looking at me like shocked now this is when i get the idea that we must be videotaped or something because yahoo is only normal when he okay he he only seems normal when he's acting like meaning important people are around anybody that Yeah, anybody he's trying to fool, basically. The media, the press, anybody. A show, (laughs) when it's being recorded. That's the only time. And I think the other time may be when he's coming down from a high. No, I don't know. Because when he comes down from a high, he's like crying and all that. It's just so fucked up. I don't even know. Anyways, I'm just going to say that's the only time when he's acting normal calm so that's my hint and I was thinking okay something's going on here and this other guy is just like looking at me and he's like yahoo says that that boy just he wasn't here for you he was visiting me he's like uh, he wasn't doing anything to you like he wasn't like they haven't been doing that for a little while meaning they haven't been coming in taking advantage of me which I think is a complete lie maybe when the cameras are rolling they're not. I mean, I've noticed that the past couple mornings it's been a little quieter here. It's like he's came in and really settled in. Yeah, which really pisses me off. Like I said, he was supposed to be gone. It's March. And the other guy doesn't say anything. So I go back into my room. I think I go back to my world by waking up. But I don't wake up all the way, of course. So now I'm in between the, the worlds. And I can, and like, I'm kind of locked up in my body right now. And I can hear the other guy ask him, what's wrong with her? And he's like, Yahoo, of course. He's like, I don't know. She's really messed up. Some crap like that. Like, she's really, really messed up right now. She's crazy. You know, the same old shit that he says. Which I have to agree. Like, you bet I'm crazy. I've gone crazy. You've totally drove me insane. So he's like, wow. He's like, is she she doing anything these days like she working he's like nah she's not doing anything um you know nothing big (laughs) he's like she's not doing anything and so i could tell that he's smiling on the inside and he's just keeping up this acting face and this other guy is totally convinced of you know yahoo being this great all-around guy I mean he has to know the kind of work that he does you know and he's got to know 
his ulterior motive. I mean, it's just, it's so obvious. But, you know, Yahoo is such a great con artist. I mean, I, I have to hand it to him. He's really, he's a great con. I mean, he fooled me for a, for a very long time. So that's when I thought, oh, this guy, he's got him wrapped around his finger. So then I um, see that little white light again. It's so strange, the little ball. And I'm like, okay, I'm able to leave. I get up, I go. And this is a weird thing is I know I've always planned out trying to figure out because for one thing, I only know really of a couple of ways that souls die. I think I only know of three ways, but really I can't prove but only one way that a soul can die. And as I mentioned, it was the really freezing temperature. So in what I've witnessed, unfortunately, what I've had to witness, I decided, well, I don't know if it'll work. Probably not. But you never know. So I decided to go into the kitchen quietly. Now the boys are on the floor and they're watching TV. And Yahoo's on the right. They're watching my big screen TV. Or they're like, you know, they've got their own TV and they blew the screen up really huge. Because you can do that. It's amazing. You buy a really small TV and just blow up the picture and act like you've got this huge mega widescreen, gigantor, theatrical, you know, TV. And so I decide, okay, I have to be really quiet. Shit, how do, how do I become invisible? Like, I still, sometimes I, I, I do it on accident, and I'm like, whoa, I'm invisible, because they're not looking at me. And sometimes I'm just trying to do it, and I can't do it. So I'm thinking like, oh, God, how do I become less whole, become less whole, become less whole, become see-through? And I'm tiptoeing now. And do they hear me? I think they kind of do. I, I don't think they think anything of it. But they kind of, I think the, the guy heard my, my tippy toes. And I think Yahoo was just really into the TV because I, I kind of looked over at him and he was just watching. I don't even know what they were watching, but I tried not to pay attention. And I kind of hopped over the couch instead of going completely across. I kind of went over the couch and, and I made my way into the kitchen. Yeah, you know what? The comment that he made pissed me off because I said, that's it. I'm fucking pissed. And it pissed me off because this was his goal. This is his uh, goal that he has succeeded in. Him and Jessica have s technically succeeded in ruining my reputation, <laughs> defamation of character beyond. And uh, now I'm not working and everything they've done, everything they've done to me. I, I was so angry that I said, that's it. And that's, I think that's what really got me to get in that kitchen and see if it would really actually happen. You know, I've been meaning to go in the kitchen and grab a big, huge knife and stab him. But, so here I am. And I'm not even thinking about being nervous or not even thinking about, like, how am I really going to do it? Not if it's going to work or not, but, because I was kind of thinking that, but I was thinking more like, how am I going to do it? So... I went in the kitchen and I saw, <laughs> looking in my fridge like I always do, or in the cabinets, because I'm always curious of what's in the damn fridge. <sighs> I see a lot of silverware. And there's forks and spoons and stuff, and then there's the knives and everything. And is it different than what I have in my home? Um, yeah, kind of. We do have a lot of, like, holding spots for, for the silverware. And... I want to say that it was a different container, different containers that they had, but they 
he had a lot of silverware. I don't know where what he was hitting up, but he fully stocked this place. So I look where my knives normally wouldn't be, but where my silverware would be, and that's where I found the knives over there. And I don't know if I was making it up. Probably. It was probably magic in my mind, because, you know, I'm looking for a knife. So, in my mind, I found the knife. The imaginary knife. It could have been real, because when I was looking and touching, looking for a knife in that little holding thing, it tipped over and made a noise. So here I am spilling silverware in the kitchen sink. Like, it went from the counter, the holding the little holding container flipped over because I gently touched it and it made this clashing sound, you know, of forks, knives, spoons going into the damn sink, but mainly like forks. And I'm like, shit, now they know I'm in the kitchen. Fuck. But it didn't even phase them at all. It's just normally, you know, what I like to do. Oh, well, I like to look in the kitchen. I, they, oh, they know that I like to go in the kitchen. I find the knives to my right. And I'm, <laughs> funny thing, I picked up the small little steak knife. Like, well, that's a steak knife. Well, there you go. And then I looked beside it and there was a big butcher knife. And I thought, well, this looks a lot like my butcher knife. I wonder, hmm, well, it's a knife. And I think right then and there, I questioned if it was a real knife or not because it looks so much like mine. So I don't know, like I've been saying, maybe it's just sort of like kind of real, kind of not. Things that have energy in this world may exist over there, but just have a different kind of energy. Maybe it's not completely useful, but it's definitely visible, and you can easily think that it's real, you know? So I'm thinking about that. I'm so busy about thinking about that that I'm not even thinking about how I'm going to do this sneakily as he's watching TV. And... <laughs> So I grab this knife and I and I walk towards tippy toe towards where he's at, which is facing the screen, which is facing away from me. And I go up to him, and just like a crazy mad woman, I raise the knife up and I stab him like right where, like right on the right side underneath, like right where the rib cage is, like the bottom rib cages, and I stab him and I feel it go in. And he looks at me and he's like, uh, whatever. Like he, he doesn't even, he doesn't even, um, he's not even afraid. He's not worried at all. He's just like, oh, there she is again, going nuts again, you know? Because that's what he likes to say around normal people, around people he has to fool. And for me, it's like, it doesn't even matter anymore because people already think I'm crazy and think the worst of me. So, and, and I'm mad as hell. <laughs> I really don't care. And even <laughs> even if they didn't think that way, I'd still be doing this. I'd still be trying to get him out of my life somehow. And so I, once I, I put that knife in and I took the knife out and he made that gesture, it, he was bleeding. And this is a strange thing. Like I wasn't imagining the blood because I wasn't expecting blood. And then when I stabbed him again, it was sort of like a gentle stab. It wasn't like a real stab, but it went in. And I think when he saw that it was just a gentle stab. He wasn't, he just wasn't at all phased by it yet again. I don't know if he could tell he was bleeding, but he just didn't even do anything. And it was kind of like he went back, like, uh, you know, like when someone's tired and they're like, uh, so I stabbed him again in the center 
I want to say right like where the sternum is, right like, below the heart. It went in and I pulled it out and I stabbed him again. And I think I may have stabbed him a fourth time. I was like, don't you people die. And then I walked away and I woke up. But all of the stab wounds were bleeding. So I don't know if that's just like someone making magic. Like whoever was possibly recording an episode. Because sometimes they do this reality style like, let's watch what happens in the home of... You know, and the next thing you know, you're on a damn show. I'm thinking, well, perhaps they knew what I was looking for. And so they imagined a knife. And then I came in. And then when I stabbed him, you know, with the imaginary knife, it was like imaginary blood. And of course, he's not feeling it. And of course, he's like not worried about it. And there you go. It's like, dun 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 She is psycho. Psycho bitch. So I woke up and I was wondering, well, damn, now I need to go back because I know he's going to be really pissed off. I need to go back and find out, like, what happened, you know? I mean, if I sent him to the hospital, it would be great. If he has, like, weird problems for the rest of his life, that would be fantastic. So if he's disabled in any way, he won't be able to run around, ethereally, like, running around and flying, you know? It would be just too hard on his system. He wouldn't be able to do drugs. He wouldn't be able to do, you know, it set him back on a lot of crooked jobs that he would be doing and that would be a good thing he wouldn't be harming a whole lot of people because he'd be in a wheelchair hmm? people would have to take care of him jessica pregnant baby mama whose name i still really don't know i just don't remember i've heard her name two times i just don't freaking remember so now um i kind of hear a couple of voices and i I actually see an image of the goofiest face on the land. It, it it reminded me of something that Satan would do or, you know, yeah, actually it does remind me of something Satan would do. And so he's um, showing me this weird eyeballs, goofy face, like he's kind of smiling, smiling or, yeah, like he's smiling. I'm like, oh God, what the hell is this? And I don't know who's showing it to me. And then just random stuff, like people were talking, someone saying something like, he hadn't threatened you, I'm like, well, duh, no shit, He's just, he threatened me the other day, and like, you must have been gone two weeks ago when he paid some, oh my god, some kid, he paid some like 16-year-old kid my money to stab me, because I said something to him, so he's already done all this stuff to me, and this boy stabbed me when I was sleeping. And it was painful. He stabbed me in the eye. He stabbed me in the foot. He stabbed me. I don't know where else. But I have a feeling that boy may have stabbed me more than I stabbed Yahoo this morning. So obviously the, the people don't know the stories of what really happens. You know, if you're going to deal, if you're going to fucking deal out nasty, you're going to get it back from me eventually. I will at least try. Unless you go away, then I'll be like, okay, forget about everything. I don't care. Just leave me alone. Great. Good riddance. You know, we'll get over this and move on. Because I'm totally the person that wants to move on. But anyway, he's still here. He will never leave me alone as long as he's alive. As long as I'm alive. So here I am hearing more voices and somebody else says something. Something about something about my ass. I really don't know why that has anything to do with anything. But something about that. Something about um, prostitution whore. I'm like, yeah, I've heard it all before. I get it. Uh, I know what you people think. These people are just so awful sometimes. And then something about, oh, a cake, a pie, a pie of some kind. I'm like, oh, poisonous pie, stay away. And they're serving. They're slicing and dicing and they're serving it. And 
I felt like I was getting a piece and I thought, well, there's a couple of pieces left. And I thought, why, why am, ooh, pie, you know, like now I'm, I'm craving pie. I mean, I should wake up and get pie. But at first it didn't hit me. I was just thinking, ooh, what's all this pie? And when I realized what was happening, I thought, we're either celebrating or, like I said earlier, it's bad pie, don't eat it. And so then the goofy face comes back again. And it's even weirder and goofier. And I'm like, what is this all about? Like, who's doing this? And the guys, and I said, why, why are you showing me this? And, and I heard a voice say, because it's funny. And I'm like, um, I understand that, you know, people want to lighten the mood a bit. But right now, I'm really screwed up right now. And it's funny, I guess. But I'm really not laughing a whole lot. Okay, whatever. And then the next thing I knew, I was getting interviewed by a young female with darker skin. She was asking me the second question. I just remember before her second question, I said, I want to be professional. I don't remember what question she asked, but we were on the second one and I had answered the second one. Because, <laughs> you know, every now and again, I get people who want to interview me. And every now and again, I get people who blog about me. Sometimes they're not nice. And then they come and they're nice to my face. And then some of them are nice to me, and some of them are very open-minded. And then I heard a, I heard a comment say something like earlier before all of that, they were saying something like, "Well, it looks like she won't be working at that company, huh?" And I felt like it was uh, being a being an assistant, like the job that I'm kind of sort of in right now, which is like assisting the head honcho for whoever manages. Well, yeah, talent basically, musical talent that is. So uh, here I am thinking, "Well, damn." Are you telling me that he did get hurt? I mean, geez. Why are the people here? It must have been a show. She tried to kill him. And I wouldn't have a problem admitting it. Absolutely not. Oh yeah. Imaginary knife. Imaginary blood. Imaginary scenario. Unfortunately, was not real. He's pretty much still alive. And I'll have to deal with him for a very, very, very long time. And most likely he'll be pretty pissed off tonight. So I could probably expect some more skits about me um a dumb radio program that he's gonna sell to god knows whatever network <laughs> the thing he does best lies and that's it so hmm. i hope you've enjoyed this last episode of beyond the b-plane with yours truly the b-plane girl thanks for listening <laughs>